Hello everyone, this is the host of the most, Paul Van Dam. We are here with our brand new friends here at Don Juan Cafe. We'd like to promote them. They're on 24 East Tennessee Street in Baldensville, New York. Give them a call, 315-303-0308. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Pumpkin 101 podcast with Walt and Brian. We're not thinking about something. You know, you're never too old to go back to school. I mean, just check your local college and figure out what classes you would like to take. My mom's doing it. She's almost 50. She's going back to school for nursing. You're never too old. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of the Pumpkin 101 Podcast. This is your host with the most, Walt Van Dam. And for this episode, I'm going to be talking about college. Yes, college. I know a lot of you kids out there are probably listening to this and debating on whether you want to go to college or if college is the right opportunity for you. So I'm going to give you my personal insight of how it was when I finally decided to go to college. Let me give you a little background though because this needs to go into detail. When I was a senior in high school, my anxiety was sky high. It was horrible. And my dad and mom wanted me to go to college, but my nerves were shot and I couldn't handle it that well, so. I was working at McDonald's and I thought, I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. I, I wanted to be a disc jockey. That was my dream for the longest time. I wanted to be a disc jockey. I love it. I love, that's why I love doing this podcast, but I'll get more into that in a little while. I don't want to get off track. Anyways, my mom and dad were all set. They were going to pay for me to go to college. And I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I hated high school. I didn't talk that much because a lot of the people were either preps or jocks, and I was more of an outcast. I was a nice guy. I wasn't most athletic person. I wasn't. I was. I'm pretty intelligent, but I'm not like brilliant, um, and I definitely wasn't a stuck up jerk. And I just didn't like that all that little clickiness that kids would get. You know how what people are. People are just like in their own little social classes and. I just hated it. I wasn't really a people person at the time. But my mom and dad, they were, they wanted to pay for me to go to college. They wanted to know if I wanted to go to Oswego State. 
and I didn't want to deal with what I dealt with in high school, uh, kids being mean, stuck up, and I was working at McDonald's, and I liked working, I really did, and I, I, I was just scared, you know, I was, it, people are scared of the unknown, people are, they're nervous, they're um, anxious, I didn't realize it at the time, because anxiety and stress there's something there's people know a lot about about it now but this is way back in 1990 did i just see a boat like in canada so but yeah in 1990 that's when i was dealing with stress and anxiety and i i've always regretted not going to college after high school but then again in a way i don't because life turned out pretty good and i went to school later on fortunately though i was able to stay with my mom and dad and I was working at McDonald's for a while, and I just thought, what the heck, you know, just work at McDonald's, work, that's what people were supposed to do. You work to make the money and to pay the bills. And I ended up getting, working there for a long time. I'm surprised, you know, my mom and dad didn't like, I tried, I tried moving out once, and it didn't work out, like, that's when I got a nice real, little reality check. I tried moving into this one room, and there were people were smoking there and of course i can't stand smoke and i realized it's like wow everything's expensive so and i can't live life off of mcdonald's budget so it did it took a while but finally in 1998 i finally realized it's like wow i need to get my act going if i need to do something with my life because i'm not going anywhere i wasn't working at mcdonald's though I was working at the Olive Garden at that time, and I really liked it. I really enjoyed working at the Olive Garden. But by this time, I was thinking, okay, I need to do something about my future. I need to do something about my career. And I really need to get it together. So I decided to go to college. And I really, my dream was to be a radio DJ. I wanted to be a disc jockey. So I decided to go to Onondaga Community College and go in for radio and television because that was my dream, to be a radio disc jockey. I thought, you know, Howard Stern was big at the time, and my confidence was up, and obviously I'm now no Howard Stern, but I thought, well, you know, I could be the next big Howard Stern, or at least one of these local DJs who you listen to, blah, 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 and this is the morning show with Walter Howard. That's what I thought, which was pretty good right there, but I wanted to be a disc jockey, so I signed up for classes at OCO, Onondaga Community College. So... My nerves were shot, though, obviously. I signed up. I went down, signed up for classes, found out what I had to take. I did a lot of work, um, learned about the bus schedule and how. And so I started going to college for radio and television broadcasting at Onondaga Community College in January of 1999. And I was terrified. This was my fear. My biggest fear was going to college. I was terrified. And the first day I was there, it was an eye-opener for me because I took a bus from Fulton to Syracuse. And I took a bus from Syracuse to Onondaga Community College. So I'd spend every other day in downtown Syracuse. Now, you got to think, I'm a country boy. I live in the country all my life. So this is like the city of Syracuse that I have to deal with right now. But I absolutely loved it. I took classes 
on television broadcasting. I took classes. My favorite class was psychology. I loved psychology. I've always said, and this is the truth, that was the toughest D minus I've ever earned in my entire life was psychology. But I absolutely loved it. And I would do this every every couple of days. I'd do it Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'd go to school. And stupid me, I'd always stay up late Monday nights to watch Monday Night Raw. And I had to wake up 6 o'clock the next morning so I can drive down and catch the bus to downtown Syracuse. So then I did my first semester. I did really well. I passed all my classes, thank goodness. And I decided I'm going to keep this going because I heard if you stop or take a break, a lot of times you don't go back. So I took a class um, for summer school learning about the history of radio. And that was one of the best classes ever. Then, at the end of my second semester, I ran out of money, and I wanted to do a loan for college. And my dad was totally against that. He was like, nope, nope, you're not going to do a loan. Nope, 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 you're not going to do a student loan. You're going to be working, and you're going to be replenishing your money. And I was so down, because I had only completed one year of college, and I was really, really sad because I wanted to do more. I really enjoyed it. I really loved it. So I had to, I had to quit college. I had to drop out after only one year. I went back to work a full time at the Olive Garden. I was depressed. I was so sad. Fast forward to 2004. I just took a road trip down to Cuyahoga Community College in Fulton. And I thought, you know what, I never completed my degree. I'm going to take some classes here at Cuga. So I went and checked out the itinerary there. I just noticed I'm speaking a little bit fast. So I'm going to slow it down a little bit. But yeah, I went to Cuga Community College and I wanted to major in level arts. I figured there was my dream of being a disc jockey wasn't going to happen. There was no money in radio unless you were in sales. And I definitely was not good in sales because you had to kind of be cutthroat to be in sales. Not disrespecting anyone, but you have to be assertive. And I'm not an assertive person. I'm very laid back. So I decided to take liberal arts. And I was still paying for my schooling. I paid for a class in pre-algebra. And I absolutely loved it. So, But I could only do the one class because obviously I didn't have much money. By this time, I was married and had a baby daughter. Love you, Kendra. And it was really difficult. So, but still, it kept going on with the college, though, ordeal. So this is it, ladies and gentlemen. Another great episode of the Pumpkin 101 podcast has reached its climax. I'd like to give a special dedication to my dear friend, Virginia Buffett. I love you very, very much. Thank you for everything you've done to help me out. Give me a proverbial kick in the posterior. (laughs) And this episode is dedicated to the memory of my dear friend, Tracy Elkin, who was born the same day I was, or nine years apart. She was born on October 31st, just like I was. But she was such a wonderful, wonderful person. She really keep me on the straight and narrow like she would be straight up honest with me if I did something wrong she would be on me and I've always appreciated that you need more friends like that who are going to be straight up honest with you so I love you very very much Tracy and thank you very very much ladies and gentlemen for listening to the podcast
Hi, this is Angela, and you're listening to the Pumpkin 101 Podcast. So I did the one math class in 2005, and it was really, even one class was really difficult because Kendra was a baby, and I was working at Walmart, and it was very strenuous. Thankfully, Lori was really, really supportive, and I appreciated that. But And I'm, I was never really good at math. So the thing I learned about math is don't be ashamed to ask for help. Don't be ashamed. Get a hold of some of your friends who are in class with you because they're in the same boat as you are. And even if they're doing better than you are in class, they're more than willing to help you out because they've been where you are. Some people just automatically do better at math than others. Some people get it, some people don't. Everyone can get it, but it just depends on your own pace. And so that was my class in 2005. After that, I just couldn't do with it anymore. So when my kids were younger, I used to take them to church, drop them off at church every Wednesday night. They had something called the Pioneers Club. Morgan was still a baby, so... She was um, with my wife. And so I take my nieces and my daughter, Kendra, to the church, to Pioneers Club. And I drop them off for maybe there for an hour and a half. So one day I dropped them off. I got bored. I had my cell phone on, so in case they needed to get a hold of me. And I took a trip over to Kew Community College. And I walked around, and it just built up something inside of me and I was thinking it's like I've got to go back I really need to go back and finish this up it was I was motivated I was actually excited and I looked into going back to school so I talked to my wife about it and she thought I was crazy which I am which you should know that by now if you listen to that past episode of the podcast but I decided to go gung-ho for it I wanted to finish my degree in liberal arts so the first thing I did was I found out about financial aid. What's kind of wrong is I was older at the time. I was about 37, 38, around there. And I had two kids, and I was supporting the family. So because of this, I was in a special financial bracket, basically poverty level but not really so I was able to get my schooling paid for and I didn't have to take out a loan I got financial aid and that was such a headache and a half dealing with the financial aid department so the financial aid out of the way I decided to start checking on classes I wanted to test the waters first I did not want to overwhelm myself because I hadn't gone to school in five years, and I remember the stress and anxiety of just dealing with one class in the summer, so I just wanted to take my time, check it out, see how it would go. So I took a class in sociology, and that was a fun class. I learned a lot. It was funny because I would be memorizing sections for tests, and Kendra would be there with me, and... I would list off certain names, and she'd just go, Ugh, Dad, it's this. So she had a better memory than I did, and she was only, what, four at the time? <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty, four, no, five. I was, but still, it was really funny that she was 
helping me out with my studying with sociology and all that. But it was really tough, and I did really good in that class. I ended up getting a B-plus in sociology, which, believe it or not, was the lowest grade I got at Cayuga. I was not messing around. Even though my classes were all paid for, books were all paid for, everything was paid for, I was not messing around. I really, really wanted to do excellent in school. I really wanted to prove my, to myself that I could do it. So the first semester was done out of the way. I passed sociology. That was a good class. It was a lot of fun. So for the second semester, I took a class on jazz music, and I took a class on World War II. Jazz was amazing. Well, that was that was a breeze for me. Actually, both classes were a breeze for me because I love history and I love music. So it wasn't really schooling to me. It was more like a hobby. It was more like fun. But yeah, jazz was really, really interesting because I learned a lot. When I was taking the class in World War II, I met two wonderful women that would totally change my life. Virginia Buffett and Tracy Elkin. I was a nerd. I sat in the front row. <laughs> so Virginia sat next to me and Tracy sat next to her. So we introduced ourselves and talked to each other a little bit and we all found out we had a passion about history. So it was really exciting because I'm like, okay, cool. I met some people who were just love history as much as I do. So this is going to be great. I can't wait. So our main thing our only thing we had to do, we had to do a five-page essay on whether or not we felt we should drop the atomic bomb on Hiroshima. That was the only thing. He gave us the, that in September, and it was due in December. That's all we had to do in that class. Again, though, I took it as a challenge. And what was great is Virginia and Tracy were both so passionate about it that they took it as a challenge. So I'm like, ooh, this is going to be good. I'm excited. So we all started researching for our papers, and we would help each other out. We would get together and help each other out. And it was a friendly competition. We tried to better ourselves. We would criticize each other's papers. We'd tell them what we liked, what we didn't like. What I love was Tracy would not, she wouldn't lie to me. She'd let me have it. She'd just say, if... If it, if it wasn't something to her liking or if something was wrong or misspelling or anything, she would let me have it. She goes, nope, got to do it again. So I'm not going to lie, I got frustrated, but I got where she was coming from because she proverbially kicked me in the, gave me a punt to the posterior and wanted me to do the best. And I did the same for those two, too, as well. I wouldn't tell them the truth. If I liked it, I liked it. If I didn't, I didn't. I worked so hard on that paper. I took my time. I got a lot of research. We all did. All three of us worked so hard on our papers. We would meet up at school all the time and help each other out and give each other pointers. And Virginia's was awesome because she went into the propaganda. And Tracy, she knew about the cultural damage that um, World War II did to the community. So I learned about um, how... Jewish refugees were um, brought to Oswego, and I thought it was really, really interesting that so, and me myself, I thought it would be easy to say, yeah, it's we should bomb Hiroshima, so I took the opposite. 
I wanted to make it so we didn't bomb Hiroshima. I wanted to see how that went. And that was difficult because there were so many ideas I didn't think of. What was smart on my part was I got some quotes by military leaders on why we shouldn't have had to drop the bomb on Hiroshima. It was a war crime. It was a terrible tragedy. But see, that's 2020. Hindsight's 2020. It's what's done is done. History says we dropped the bomb, but I did the paper, and we turned it in early. All three of us turned it in early, and we got the top three papers in the class, without a doubt. Virginia came up to me one day, and she goes, you son of a bee. And I'm like, what? What happened? She goes, you got the top paper in the class. And I'm like, really? She goes, yep. Virginia got second and Tracy got third. We all got A's. Easily we all got A's. So it wasn't like my paper was better, but mine was more precise to the point. And Virginia's and Tracy's were a lot more intricate, and he wanted it simple. So I think that's the reason I got number one in the class. So a friendship developed between myself, Virginia, and Tracy, and we all got together, and we talked about it. We wanted to do another class together. So we decided to do a class on the history of the Civil War. And it was great. I was in seventh heaven. I absolutely loved it because the same thing happened. We were so passionate about it. We learned a lot about it. I don't know if we had to do a paper for that class. I don't think we did. But if we did, I can't remember. World War II, I was obviously more into the Civil War. But it was great just teaming up with those two again, working so hard together on that class, and I loved it. I wanted to keep it going. I wanted to keep doing all my history classes with those two. But, of course, I had to take different courses than they did because I had different degrees than they did. So, But we still kept in touch. We became, all three of us became really good friends, and I totally appreciate that. It meant a lot. For my last classes, I saved math for last. I was going to do it first, but I had some advice by my school counselor, and she said, no, 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 no. You definitely don't want to do math first. You want to do the easy courses first and work your way up. And I, I guess that makes sense because you don't want to overwhelm yourself. I was thinking, get the hard stuff out of the way first and then have it be on easy street. But she, yeah, she said that finish up a math class, and I told her, the truth, I had math anxiety. I was good at math, but I wasn't great at math, and I really needed to help out. She gave me the option of teachers to choose, and she mentioned uh, Mrs. Plath, and she said she will work with you, she will take the time and help you out, and I thought, that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted, because I was good in math, but not great. So, As I just said, I had math anxiety, but what changed around was I actually took it at a challenge. You know, math is weird. Certain areas, you just, you have a problem and you can't get it, can't get it, can't get it. And you're just getting frustrated. You're getting anxiety. You're getting stressed and you can't understand the problem. You just can't get it. And all of a sudden it's like a light bulb just goes off in your head. It's like, oh wow, I got it. So that's what was great about math. I took my time. That's the thing. I took my time and really learned and paced myself because a lot of people want to get it done another way. And another thing I did right was every time we had homework, I went, I stayed at school 
they had a math table there where a tutor was there to help in case you had any questions. And I made sure I did my math homework right there at the table because that way it was still fresh in my mind. And if I needed any help, she'd be there to help me. So it was funny though, because every time I was at the math table, she would say, you come here all the time and you never ask for any help. And I just said, well, just in case I needed help, I'm here. She goes, well, that's a good point. So, but I would take the time and I would meet up with some friends at school who were in the same class as I was and we would all work together. That's the thing. Don't have an ego. Don't go into it all alone. No, make some friends, meet some people in school and people are willing to help you out, especially because you're going to be helping them out too. You got to think about that. People are in the exact same boat you are. So that's that's some advice for me for all you kids who are trying to get in school. Don't do it all on your own. If you can make friends, try and do your best. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed if you have any questions that you don't know because if everyone thinks they're smarter than you, probably someone has to ask the exact same question as you do, but they're embarrassed to talk about it as well. In 2013, I did it. I completed all my courses. And I got my college degree, associate's degree. So I was so proud of it. And the lesson learned is a lot of times we let fear and stress and anxiety and life get in the way of accomplishing our dreams. 